This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. All right. If you are stuck on ChatGPT and maybe you're not getting the most out of it, this is a great show for you. I'm going to share five simple ChatGPT hacks to make it easier to use. Welcome. My name is Jordan Wilson. This is Everyday AI, your daily live stream podcast and free daily newsletter, helping everyday people like me and you make better sense of AI and how we can make it grow our company and grow our career. So if you're interested in knowing how to better use ChatGPT, this is a great episode for you. So uh, whether you are a beginner or you've been using ChatGPT just about every day like me, uh, I think that you're going to find some value in today's episode. So uh, first of all, thank you to everyone joining us live. This is a live stream. So uh, if you are joining us on the podcast, uh, make sure to check your show notes. Uh, join us on the live stream in the future. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, you, you know, everyone joining us live. So uh, Dr. Rasafa joining us. Thank you. Um, Douglas, Douglas, good morning. Thank you. Brian Kennedy joining us. Uh, Trevor. All right. So we've got a lot of people um, here joining us live. Thank you as always um, for learning together. That's what this is all about. But let's first before we get into all this chat GPT, and I think some ways that you all will really like, um, let's first talk about the AI news. It's something that we do every single day. Uh, so first, uh, Meta has released its Llama 2 long AI model. So the Llama 2 model has been out for a while, but uh, Meta kind of stealthily over the weekend uh, released its long AI model. So uh, Meta platforms... Uh, designed, uh, this new AI long model is designed to handle longer text sequences and it outperforms some leading AI models. And this model is based on uh, the open source Llama 2, but it has gone, uh, it has undergone continual training with longer training sequences. Uh, so it's, it's definitely something to uh, keep an eye on. And yes, some of y'all have asked, and I will do it, uh, dedicated uh, llama episode here in the future. It's kind of fun to say that, right? A llama episode. Uh, all right. Next piece of news. So celebrity AI fakes are on the rise. Uh, this kind of two different stories that came out right one after another. Uh, so the first one, uh, Zelda Williams, the daughter of the late Robin Williams, recently expressed her disapproval of AI recreations of of her late father's voice. Um, but another one that just uh, happened less than a day ago, uh, Tom Hanks is now warning fans about a promotional video for a dental plan featuring an AI version of himself. And obviously he had nothing to do with it. So uh, especially uh, here in the US as the uh, 2024 election cycle is going to start to heat up. Uh, this is going to be something that we're going to see a lot more of is just kind of these AI uh, fakes and what the US is going to do about it, if anything. Uh, all right. Some big news. It's speculative, but I think it's worth bringing up today. So uh, is is Apple 
building a generative AI search engine. So a recent report from Bloomberg looks at what Apple may be doing under the scenes and uh, kind of some of the rumors are suggesting that it may be releasing a search engine to go up against Google and other search giants. Uh, so reportedly, Apple is working to integrate its internal, uh, its internally named Pegasus search engine into iOS and Mac OS and may use some AI tools to enhance it. So very interesting uh, news happening over the weekend in the world of generative AI. And it's something that we do every single day. So people always ask, hey, Jordan, when is, when is this everyday AI show? When, when do you do it? It's every day. Uh, you know, there's always so much happening. There's always so many new uh, developments uh, happening in the world of generative AI. So we do this every single weekday. We go live Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, thank you everyone for joining. What a great, what a great crew. Uh, I'm excited to, to go over this today. I hope you are too. Uh, Dr. Harvey, thank you for joining. He says, like Apple Maps, Apple search, smart idea. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, there's been plenty of um, there's been plenty of different stories that show just how much Apple has to pay. Essentially, uh, different. Uh, I think right now they're paying Google uh, to use the default search on Safari. So uh, it's it's definitely a a future move, but it's also a move that, in theory, uh, would help them pocket. Um, hundreds of millions of dollars. There might even be more than that. All right. But that's not what you came here to listen to. You came here to listen to five simple ChatGPT hacks to make ChatGPT easier to use. So let's dive right into it. And please, if you are joining, maybe maybe you have. Uh, maybe you have a hack. Maybe share your favorite too. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll pick, a, pick a couple at the end uh, and, and shout them out here on the show. All right, so my chat GPT hack number one is to default to plugins mode, okay? So when you use chat GPT, uh, it used to um, always go to default mode. It doesn't do that anymore, but I encourage people not only to use the plugins mode by default, but also I have a little URL on the screen here. Um, and I'll, I'll share this in the show notes, don't worry. But you can also grab, and a lot of people don't know this, but there is this URL here. It's just slash question mark model equals GPT-4 plugins, right? Um, you can actually just save that as a bookmark and launch uh, ChatGPT in plugins mode. And you're, you might be asking, and I'll try not to go on a long rant, like, okay, why plugins mode? Why anything else, right? Um, or why not anything else? So it's also worth noting that in order to access plugins mode, you obviously have to have the $20 a month chat GPT plus subscription. Um, I very highly encourage people go find this out for yourself. And I actually just had a show about this last week, but um, you know, chat GPT and open AI, the parent company just re-released uh, browse with Bing 
after uh, they had to pull it for a couple of months due to some uh, some copyright complaints and some lawsuits. Um, so they just did reintroduce this. So a lot of people are trying to flock back to browse with Bing. I did an entire show on why you probably shouldn't do that, but uh, I always encourage people to use plugins mode by default. Um, don't use the default mode that has access to nothing. There is the browse with Bing mode that allows you to essentially query uh, Bing. There is advanced data uh, analysis mode, which is a exactly what it sounds like. Uh, an advanced data analysis mode. And then there's plugins mode. I tell people always, always, always use plugins, right? Um, I've consulted now hundreds of, of people, individuals, companies on ChatGPT. And this is always what I tell people is start in def- uh, start in plugins mode. All right, next. And this is very much related. Swap out Google search. All right. Um, And this is something uh, actually had Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, uh, on the Everyday AI show a couple months ago. And this is one of his suggestions as well. I've been telling people this for many months, but this is one of his suggestions as well is um, the future of the internet, right, is generative AI. Um, And it's the same thing with search engines, right? So we talked about the top of the show that Apple is working on a search engine competitor to Google and others, but they are trying to infuse AI. So uh, even Google, right? Uh, if if you've used Google search recently, you've probably seen the new, uh, what's called SGE, which is the search generative experience, right? Um, so I'd say if you are still using the traditional Google search or Yahoo search or Bing or um, I don't know. Does, does ask Jeeves still even exist? I'm actually curious now. Um, that's one of the first search engines I used. Let's see. Does Jack? Yeah. Okay. Now it's just ask.com apparently, but, um, you know, swap out. If you are using a traditional non-generative AI search, swap it out, right? You can use, um, sure. SGE, uh, from Google, their generative search, you can use uh, Bing kind of has a, uh, you know, Microsoft Bing kind of has a smarter, uh, you know, AI search that seamlessly integrates into their uh, Bing chat. I recommend plugins, right? There's so much that you can do in the plugins mode inside ChatGPT, And probably one of the best ways to, to learn how to use it is to go ahead and swap out your Google search, right? Yeah. Dr. Castro is saying, I love plugins. This is my default. Uh, same, same. Uh, Peter, Peter, thank you for joining us. Peter saying, it's the only way you can do it in ChatGPT. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as a reminder, if you are joining live, thank you. But go ahead, put, put in what is your one biggest ChatGPT hack. Uh, if, if we have some good ones, I'll share one or two at the end. All right, so let's keep going here. Our third one is to always use an internet-connected plugin, okay? Why, right? Uh, Something that's very important to keep in mind with ChatGPT is the knowledge cutoff date. It is September 2021, okay? Uh, And if you are using any large language model, it's always important to know what the cutoff date is, right? So 
any models that use the GPT technology, which is from OpenAI, has a knowledge cutoff of September 2021. You know, if you're using Bard, I believe it's a, a, a little later. Same thing with cloud. But still, if we're talking just chat GPT right, uh, right now, you should always be connected to the internet. Which is another reason, uh, you, you know, if you're only using the free version of ChatGPT, uh, I like to tell people then you're not really using it. Uh, you know, you're not. Uh, so that's important to keep in mind. Always use an internet connected plugin. Talked about this on the show. Uh, we've gone over some of our favorite plugins for business use cases, uh, but two that our team uh, really finds a lot of use of, and we use them a lot, is um, browser op plugin and the Vox script plugin. So uh, talked about this before, but we've, we're dorks. Anytime we give you advice, it's, it's not just, you know, uh, on a whim. We've actually tested more than 20 internet connected plugins across four major functions. We took dated screenshots so, you know, people can see the results of, you, you know, what works and what doesn't because not all internet connected plugins inside ChatGPT are created the same, you know, and if you are very new, I should probably explain it. If you are very new to ChatGPT and maybe this uh, episode title caught your eye and you're like, okay, I could use some ChatGPT hacks. Um, plugins, again, you have to be on the ChatGPT plus mode, but you can only have three plugins enabled at any time, which is why we teach plugin packs in our free uh, Prime Prompt Polish course. So if you want access to that just in this chat, just go ahead and type in PPP. Uh, we do these free trainings twice a week. There's no upsell at the end either. Um, so we always teach people to always use an internet connected plugin. You have three kind of slots whenever you start a new uh, chat inside chat GPT plugins. And one of those should always be an internet connected plugin. So you can cut down on the likelihood of getting those hallucinations uh, of, of making sure that this large language model, uh, you, you know, OpenAI's GPT-4 does not lie, does not hallucinate. And that's one of the best ways. All right. Number four, use custom instructions. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realize that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. I'm smiling on this one if you're not, uh, you know, joining us live, if you're listening on the podcast. Um, so I say this, I have to take myself out of the equation a lot. And what I'm saying here is use custom instructions if you have limited use cases, because I actually did. Yes, I did a video last week on the reasons why you probably shouldn't use custom instructions. So this is a big asterisk 
So only use custom instructions if you have limited use cases. And here's why, but I still do recommend it again, if you have limited use cases in ChatGPT, right? Um, I do not. Our team uses ChatGPT for many different things, right? Uh, we use it for our own internal purposes. We use it, you know, for uh, Accelerant Agency. That is the small, um, the uh, digital strategy company that I own based here in Chicago. Uh, so we're, we're using it for Accelerant Agency. We're using it for everyday AI. We're using it to test different things. So here's essentially very short version of what custom instructions are and why they are a hack if you have very limited use cases uh, of ChatGPT. So custom instructions are essentially that, right? Uh, with ChatGPT, they uh, their their naming of different features and modes are very self-explanatory, but uh, every time you start a new chat, if you have custom instructions enabled, you can essentially give ChatGPT a list of steps or a list of facts. You know, if you want it to uh, kind of respond to you more in your voice, if you always want to say, hey, you know, do A, B, and C before ever responding, uh, it is a shortcut and a hack for many. Not for us, but something to keep in mind. It can save you a whole lot of back and forth with ChatGPT. You know, so you can give it access. Let's say if we're talking limited use cases, let's say you are only using it, you know, for your job and it's one position. You're just working, you know, let's say in the marketing department uh, of a Fortune 500 company, whatever that may be, right? Um, and instead of having to go back and forth all the time and say, nope, this is our brand voice. Nope, th these are the campaigns uh, that we're working on. Uh, and again, I always have to shout this out. Make sure to never upload confidential or sensitive uh, information into ChatGPT or any other large language model because all large language models use that to train their models. But custom instructions can essentially sa uh, save you time from going back and forth and trying to get a new chat or a current chat to... Uh, kind of get up to speed. So it's it's instead of you know training an employee from scratch, which is what we teach people to do. Uh, if you're only working in one major uh, area inside ChatGPT, it just saves you time. But again, what's important to know is when you start, if if you have custom instructions enabled, and you start a new chat, they are on by default. So if you do want to go in into a different uh, work project, or maybe you want to use it for you know your personal life to plan out you, you know your meals for the week or whatever, if you have custom instructions enabled and you go to start a new chat, and you know you just dive in there and you start, uh, you're going to have to start over and turn custom instructions off because you can't toggle it on and off at the chat level. Which hey, if anyone ever from OpenAI is listening to this. Please give that as an option because then we can use custom instructions across the board. But it's important right now is if you have that enabled, every single new chat that you make with it enabled, um, it will be stuck there and you can't undo it, right? So it's important to keep in mind, but it is a good hack if you have very limited use cases. All right, number five, last but not least, give ADA access to the internet. All right, so advanced data analysis. Uh, actually dropped this one into our also free uh, Prime Prompt uh, Polish Pro course, um, and, and people seem to like it. So I figured I'll, I'll just share this, this one little tip. Won't go through it uh, kind of step-by-step, step, but also, and I believe someone in here uh, in the comments mentioned this, 
uh, mentioned a couple different, um, couple different, uh, sorry, we have our Canva wasn't working today. So I, I have on presentation mode. So, uh, someone in the comments mentioned different, uh, Chrome extensions, uh, that you can use inside ChatGPT. So that's, that's another, uh, another conversation for another day, but uh, inside advanced data analysis, uh, it is a mode inside ChatGPT that, again, does really like it says, but it is great at data visualization. It is great at um, coding, right? If, if, if you're working a lot in programming languages, uh, advanced data analysis is better uh, than other modes. When you are doing heavy data lifting, when you're doing uh, heavy development mode, coding, uh, whatever it may be. But the downside, again, even when you are in those modes, you are working with a September 2021 knowledge cutoff. So uh, even best, there there are even like, right, best practices. You know, if, if, if you are using it for uh, web development, something like that, there's best practices, obviously, that have changed drastically uh, in the last uh, two years since that knowledge cutoff. So uh, you can actually give advanced data analysis access to the internet by using uh, a Chrome extension. Uh, you, you know, you can use one called WebGPT. There's a couple of others, but uh, and kind of go over a couple of use cases of this in our Pro um, PPP course. Again, it's for free. So if you want access, just shout it out, PPP. I'll send it to you. But uh, advanced data analysis is such a, I think, it has great potential. Um, the reason why I don't use it too much more is because anytime you're in uh, that mode, as an example, you can't use plugins, right? Uh, I would love if you could use plugins inside any mode. So whether you use the default mode, the browse with Bing, the plugins, or the advanced data analysis, those are the four different modes inside of ChatGPT+. Uh, but you can only use plugins inside, obviously, the plugins mode. So um, that's why I don't use ADA a whole lot, the advanced data analysis mode a whole lot, because it needs access to the internet uh, to make sure you're not getting hallucinations, to make sure, uh, you, you know, even if you're talking, you know, coding and development, you know, changes, changes happen. And you need to let your chat inside ChatGPT, inside advanced data analysis know. Uh, and that is one kind of uh, little hack that we shared in our pro training of a way that you can do that. All right. So what was your favorite? What was your favorite simple hack? And, and, and again, I wanted to, to have a show where we could talk about the basics, right? But hopefully where uh, some of y'all can, can still, uh, if, if, if you are, um, you know, heavy users of ChatGPT that you could still find value uh, in this episode. So I'm going to take a couple questions. And again, if, if, you have, uh, if you have a favorite ChatGPT hack, let me know. Uh, so uh, Jay Paluzzi, uh, sorry if I got the last name wrong there, Jay, uh, but asking if the group has a top five lift, list for, for plugins, uh, Jay, check check the show notes after the show. Uh, I'll leave a link to an episode where I went over some of the best, but yeah, uh, definitely VoxScript and, and BrowserOp are two, two of the ones that we almost always use inside plugins mode. Uh, woozy. Great. He says the most random plugin I use is photorealistic gives you a prompt to copy and paste for mid journey images. Uh, that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic one as well. Uh, there woozy. I really do like that one as well. Um, let's see, let's see. I want to make sure if, if anyone left 
their one great hack, uh, the, the best internet connected plugin. Again, it depends on what you need it for because there's with internet connected plugins without going too deep, there's really four big things you want to look for. You want to look for the ability to query the internet or ask the internet something. You want to be able to visit a specific web page. You want to be able to read a PDF and Hey, icing on the cake. If you can also summarize YouTube videos. So there's four different, uh, there's four different kind of main elements and no one plugin, at least now I do know we have, uh, in every day or, uh, Peter, I think working, working on such plugin, but yeah, right now there is no plugin that does all four, but, uh, box script and uh, browser op do, uh, three of the four each just different ones. So, uh, all right, let's see, here we go. Uh, Dr. Dr. Harvey. Uh, Castro has a hack. Uh, thanks for sharing. So uh, he says, mix and match. He says, use the output from ChatGPT plugin. And then he takes that and uses it in cloud AI. So cloud is another, uh, if you are new, uh, cloud two is a large language model from Anthropic. So he uses that to get more tokens. This way, cloud is primed by ChatGPT. And he then puts it to use bigger tokens from cloud. Yes, that's a great. Um, and even when we talk about, you know, some of these hacks, uh, and you know, a couple of them are to avoid hallucination. So it is important to know that, you know, chat GPT does have a much more limited, at least right now, uh, token, uh, output, which is essentially memory, right? So large language models after certain points in time, they will start to lose their memory. Uh, also if anyone working in AI, uh, is listening, please start building these in to large language models, right? Like get token counters. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to help the average everyday user so much, you know, if they're working in chat GPT or anything else, um, and they get a warning, right? Like, Hey, the initial conversations, the initial inputs that you first put in our, our large language model is starting to forget that information. It is one of the, uh, for newbies using large language models. It is one of the, the most important things to keep in mind, uh, that, you, you know, some of that information that you put in, in the beginning and you're having these conversations, you know, whether it's, you know, the 8k tokens, um, which is about 6,400 words inside of chat GPTs, GPT four, it's uh, 32,000 tokens. If you're using, uh, the API or the playground, but at a certain point, ChatGPT and other large language models are going to start to lose, uh, lose the context, lose the memory, and to start to um, hallucinate uh, a, a little bit more. Uh, all right, Doctor Asfal, thank you. You said if you have not, uh, if you have not done the PPP course yet, what are you waiting for? Uh, I agree. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right, I don't, I don't see uh, any other, uh, I don't see any other hacks here in the comments, but, uh, some, some people sharing, uh, Jackie saying SEO plugins are great for keyword research. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, yes. And I did share this one. So it looks like some people are, are sharing this, uh, as a hack, but, uh, I did do a, uh, AI in five. So every single day, uh, we also put this in a newsletter. So if you are new and just listening on the podcast, uh, I did do a, uh, little AI in five, which is a five minute recap on a toker, uh, token counter Chrome extension, uh, last week. So make sure to go, uh, to make sure uh, to check that out. Uh, all right. Speaking, speaking of that, uh, of that newsletter, check it out if you haven't already. All right. So please go to your everydayai.com 
sign up for the free daily newsletter. There's actually paid newsletters out there. We keep ours free and every single day, you know, when we, most days on the show, we bring on um, an expert or even just an everyday person and talk about some really unique use cases of how they're using uh, generative AI. So every single day we break down uh, the conversation for the day, add in other great insights, tips. We cover the AI news um, and, and and we do a lot of other things. Yeah, like the AI in five, which uh, Douglas knows. He says uh, the AI in five is more like eight to 10 minutes sometimes. Absolutely, it is. Uh, all right, so thank you for joining. I hope you learned one or two new little hacks that can help you use ChatGPT a little bit better. As a reminder, we're going to go over them very quick here. Default to plugins mode, number one. Number two, swap out Google search. Number three, always use an internet connected plugin. Number four, use custom instructions if you have a limited use case. And five, give the advanced data analysis mode access to the internet. And hey, I'll throw in number six, Go sign up for that daily newsletter. All right. Thanks, y'all. Uh, appreciate everyone's input, whether you're listening on the podcast, the live stream. We appreciate you. Hit us up. We always like to hear from you. And I hope to see you back tomorrow and every day for more Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.